Come one, come all, it's the Monkey Nut Punch Podcast. Hello, Keith. Hello, mate. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a good 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes, this is a lot of hard work, these the double streaming. Yes, we're double streamers now. It is a double streaming thing. Oh, the, the original plan was to do it later on in the day, so about eight o'clock UK time. We should have given enough space, but um, a certain ginger person changed, so we were fine a month out, and then anyway. On this week's show, we got some news about some TV stuff. We've got um, some movie bits, um, and we've got a review of Love, Death, and Robots. And I'm going to try and share some of the screenshots from Love, Death, and Robots. So, spoiler warning when we get there. So, let's get on to the movie news. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 wraps up production in Vancouver. So, uh, the, um, I can't remember what they call him, the Blue Bolt or whatever, uh, is they finally finished um, filming for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, so it's going into post-production. Um, there's some good news and some, well, I know this good news, actually. I'm hoping it's all good news when it comes to the thing. Uh, director Jeff Fowler took to Twitter to confirm the production of Paramount Pictures Sonic 2, uh, sorry, Paramount Pictures' upcoming adventure sequel Sonic 2 has finally completed in Vancouver after two months of filming. Doesn't sound like much. Do you know what I mean? I'm hoping. But then again, you had the COOF restrictions in, and, and Canada's been terrible for the COOF restrictions in. Uh, due to previous set photos, it's been confirmed that video games, video games favorite um, character Miles, Tails, Prowler, and Knuckles the Echidna will be joining Sonic in the sequel. There are still no actors to voice the new characters, but previously rumored, uh, previous rumours were that the studio was eyeing up Jason Momoa as Knuckles. Well, could do that. Well, Tails turns up at the end of um, the first movie. Yes, my son loved um, it. His favourite character is Tails and Sonic. And uh, um, they're going to the Mushroom Planet. I know that much, which you saw a sort of brief sort of clip of, because that's isn't that where robotic Robotnik's was sent to? Yes, Robotnik um, was at the end there. of the. Um, I quite enjoyed the first Sonic movie. I thought it was quite good. I did too. It was, it was good. It was. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't anything heavy. It wasn't no 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 political pandering. Just a, a fun film for kids and your parents to come along and watch with. Tugged at the heartstrings in a few places, which kind of made it a bit more. Uh, relevant and whatnot to to the film. Mm. So let me just adjust mm. my mic there. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, I can see Babster in the notes, and I don't know if he's Babster. The link at the top, you can come join us. Um, but yeah, it it looks good. My son's uh, my son's massively into Sonic. He loves he loves Sonic. He loves speedsters, as in like superhero speedsters. So he likes Sonic. He likes the Flash. He likes. He likes Red Rush from bloody uh, Invincibles, even though Red Rush isn't, uh, they didn't, didn't survive. Um, just a quick one here. There's old uh, Mr. Fowler with his final wrap-up of the filming bits there. The other thing, too, with um, the Sonic the Hedgehog film was uh, apparently Jim Carrey, who has been known for being a miserable so-and-so, um, apparently was quite happy on set. 
they were all saying about how happy that Jim Carrey was on say He raveled off a car. He was really nice to people. He had a spring in his step. But even what's his mush? James Marston turns around and he went, I was expecting to work with someone a bit on the more morose, more miserable side, but it kind of says it's giving him like a, a second wind. Um, it's fine. Jim Carrey keep gobshot outside films. That would be great for all of us. Um, yeah, so that would be a, it would be a good one. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, we've got the next, next thing is, uh, Venom, which I, I, I like the look of. Cause I like oh, yes. um, I saw this. Yeah. I sent this to you. You're listening to the Monkey Nut Punch Podcast. Not fast enough on the buttons today. I'm really slow because usually I've got all these things queued up and ready to go, but I'm just not I'm just behind the times. Um, so what we'll do is we're going to have a look at the Venom trailer. Let me just hope. I am sharing the audio before I go. Right, so tell me if you can hear it, Keith. Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I might stop this in places because um, I made some notes. So... All right, so what we've got. <laughs> Venom's a goofball in the comics. Yeah, Venom's an absolute goofball in the comics. I say either, I say either, I say neither, and I say neither, neither, either, neither, neither. Let's call the whole thing off. Ta-da! Catch up! Excuse me. <laughs> Yummy. I love the fact that Tom Hardy double dips on this. He's Venom and Andy Brock. Hey, Mrs. Chen. Good evening, Venom. Come on, Mrs. Chen. He says hi. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. I mean, thinking about you, hey? Two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number. Because you and I are the same. Every decision we ever make. Who do we leave behind? And how do we leave them? Raven. Waiting in the darkness for the rescuer who never comes. Welcome back, Eddie Brock. It's been a long time. Miss you so much. Alright, I'm gonna go back over this in a second. Soon come chaos. It's this, it's this bit coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Chaos. Soon come. <laughs> it's bloody carnage yeah it is carnage it looks it looks cool now now this is the bit where i start picking the trailer apart so hang, hang on hang on we just got to acknowledge the elephant in the room um so where, where, where were you he's filling his coffee cup up he's a limited edition coffee cup hello hello <laughs> <laughs> did, 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 did you go into the wrong stream? Did you go back to the original one? I, I was just—I never left it. I just stayed in that stream. I thought you used the same one because <laughs> I was seeing you look through the show notes. 
Um, anyway, well, we're looking no, at the... right, Plum. I brought my mug down, look. Awesome. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Um, right, okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pick the trailer apart now. So we've got this bit in here. We've got the it's weird because when you watch the first part of this and he's making food and stuff, it it seems how can I put it? It's doing balanced it properly, yeah. And then after a while, it just goes to chaos. And I think that's how the film's going to be. The two of them will be living together okay, and then shit's going to happen and try and pull them apart and that. So I think we've got that, and they've got that weird kind of odd couple thing. Um, so we've got that ceiling burning to shit there. And then we've got some other bits in here. So the first one is um, the old lady knows about Venom. Yeah, she can't hear Venom, but she knows about Venom because he bit the head off of a... Off of a what do you call it? A shop robber, um, which which is which is cool. Um, and then we go through here. We get to Carnage, and he's putting all these bits and stuff on the wall. So Cletus Cassidy. And if we forward through, we get to where is her name? So Venom's there I kicking think, the shit I out. I think uh, great. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Right, so the... you remember this guy from Snatch? Yes. Yes, he plays a character. If I got it right. Uh, Mulligan, Detective Mulligan, who is Toxin, if you know anything about the the Venom kind of uh, symbiote thing. So, mate, you hear, I can't remember his name. He plays Toxin. So, I don't, hopefully, not going to blow their load early when it comes to this character and it's being set up for, uh, you know, further down the line. Uh, i got the return of what's the most Ravencroft, where they stick all the crazy, crazy supervillains. Um, so people like Doc Ock and all that kind of go popped in there. And then we have Shriek. Um, I can't remember his name, Harris or Naomi Woods. Um, Shriek is, how can I put his Venom, not Venom, Carnage's girlfriend for all intents and purposes. Um, she's mental. Absolutely barking. Um, as a character, which is, which is, which is good. Um, and then we've got some bits here. So Cassidy's trying to, that's terrible freeze frame. There you go. That's much better. <laughs> Cassidy's. Um, <laughs> Cassidy's trying again? to. <laughs> hang on a second. Can I do that again? Oh, no, I can't. That was. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and then. Uh, better freeze frame. Oh, no. Shit. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, going back to it. What's it? Uh, Cassidy's trying to. Uh, how can I put it? Uh, uh, what's it? Connect with Eddie Brock because. Eddie Brock didn't have a great upbringing, and nor did Cletus Cassidy. Um, so he kind of took trying to talk to him in that fashion. And I think, and um, because of that, when the Venom symbiote buds off another uh, offspring, um, onto Car uh, onto Cletus Cassidy to form Carnage, um, that might be something he might be picking up on something. We don't know how long the symbiote's been with him, and it's weird because if you know anything about the comics, uh, Venom refers to himself as we. Yeah, it's him and Eddie. They were two the two distinct separate people where Carnage refers to himself as I because Cassidy and the symbiote have merged into one. Um there's there's talks of powers and stuff. One of the powers that I re didn't realise that Carnage had he can turn himself into mist. Did you know that, Keith? Because I didn't bloody know that. I know he can form sharp weapons and 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 bits and kind of I think a bit I saw squidgy. that in one of I the know, comics. I think I did see that in one of the comics. I know, I know Venom can get around Spider-Man's spidey sense and he can go invisible, yes. which I don't show that often. Um, but outside that, I didn't know that. That's what, because there was a, um, what do you call it? What's his mush? Uh, Andy Circus did a trailer reaction to his own trailer. 
where he was going through these bits. So I'm hoping it's going to be good. I'm hoping it's to be Cassidy, um, Carnage, and Shriek causing havoc. Clearly, the symbiote's in his blood and only appears when they try to kill him, and then they merge into one, so he dies and becomes Carnage, which I think is be, will be great. I'm looking forward to this film. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it in the cinema when I first watched Venom, because mm. Venom was... I'd like I'd liked Venom. It wasn't uh, wasn't the greatest movie, but it was a thoroughly entertaining film, shall we say. It's the best version of Venom they've ever done. Yes, it is. I think the problem... I think that's awful. The problem with Venom is probably Tom Hardy. Because um, I don't think Tom, Tom Hardy's accent's a bit weird to the ears. Mm. Um, he does an okay well, I, job. I enjoyed the first one. Um, I'm, I think Woody Harrelson as Khan is his genius. I yes. think that's going to work. Yeah, but I then I said that after the first, the, the, the sort of, you know, the, the Easter egg scene at the end thing. Mm. So the singer bit at the end. But uh, um, I'm looking forward to this. When I saw the trailer and I just saw Carnage, I was just like, oh. <laughs> yes, I've been waiting to see Carnage in a film for a good, good while. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's going to be interesting. Okay, so uh, we're, I'm excited for the film. I think it's going to be good. Um, hopefully, I'm going to watch it in the cinema. And, uh, yeah. Uh, a word's too much for you? Then you should follow us on Instagram. We put pretty pictures out. Thanks. Right. This is another one. This is the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. Now, Nigel is going to go crazy because he loves Samuel L. Jackson for this one, so hopefully you can hear it. I have seen the trailer for this. You're going to tell us everything you know. <laughs> I'm not telling you a mother... You can electrocute him all day. It'll only make him angrier. I, on the other hand, will tell you everything. Really? Michael Bryce was trying to put his past behind him. You need to forget bodyguarding. Repeat after me. No bodyguarding. No bodyguarding. Then he got pulled back in. Let's go! Jesus! To protect this homicidal nutbag's wife. What is he doing here? I said, get anyone but Michael Bryce. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced. Thank you. <laughs> In four days, all of you up will burn. We're planning a full-scale cyber attack. Do not screw this up. Oh, we are definitely gonna screw this up. I promised my therapist no bodyguarding. Let's not do that, guys. Let's just focus. I got it. No, it's fine. You guys just, you guys have at it. Maybe feather the break a bit. I need you to protect us. We're trying to have a baby. No, repeat after me. I'm unlicensed. I'm unlicensed. That's terrible. Louder. I'm unlicensed. And I don't give a... We need guns. We need boats. We need them. Are you ready to get your freak on? What? That came out wrong. together. With us. That also came out wrong. Now let's go do what we do and blow some things up. I would make a great mother, don't you? Think I think you're yes. Mother? Thank you. It must be your powerful asexuality that makes you so good. Listen. <laughs> 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 
just acknowledge that not only are we safe, this really feels like a newbie. <laughs> It's even got Morgan Freeman in it. Wow, what a cast. Yeah, yeah, what a cast. It's like, well, the other part of it too is, is when the hell did they film that? It's either been sitting in the can for a while since yeah, last year. Uh, I saw a trailer for it about four or five months ago. Um, and they, 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 because it was pop, the first one was popular on Netflix. So they immediately ordered the second one. The first one is good. The first one is good. Haven't seen it. Um, haven't seen the first oh, one. It's, I haven't seen on the Netflix. first one either. I'm going to have to go and watch it now. The, the only thing to... is, every time I see Ryan Reynolds, I just see Deadpool now. Yeah, uh, it, it kind of it. Yeah, but he does work in this film. Uh, yeah. But if you haven't seen the first one, if you enjoyed that, you have to watch the first one because okay. you have to understand why the whole no bodyguarding thing comes from. Because yeah, first one's brilliant. First one's first one's a lot of fun. And and I take it Ryan Reynolds is in the first one. Yes, yeah. he is the because okay. the, the first one is called the Hitman's Bodyguard. And then the, obviously this one is the hitman's bodyguard's wife, although the wife is in the first one as well, Samuel and Hyatt. The, and the third one will be the hitman's bodyguard's dog. Yeah, or kid. Yeah, The worst thing about that is hearing Selma Hayek's voice because she, she, her voice is weathered. And I, I was like, no, you're not allowed to get old. In my head, I, I still remember what was it? What's the vampire thing? Yeah, from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> That's what I yep. remember. So high, <laughs> Just yep. <laughs> Everything's great about that film until she turns into a vampire. Then it's just plainly wrong. And that's where I stopped watching. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, and off. Right. Okay. Well, cool. she's quite good in Dogma as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was in B5 too. Yes, she was, was. Marilari's yeah. secret wife. Uh, secret, yeah, secret wife in that. So yeah. that was uh, that was interesting. Um, I, lo- I like the look of that. Uh, again, we're getting looks like we looks like we're getting films that are, are, are dropping this kind of identity nonsense and just giving us what we want. Um, I just got one from my, my brother. Yes, we, I know about Joe and Ryan Reynolds. Not they, they've had an affair or anything. <laughs> Uh, and then we've got Nigel, Nigel here on. on he's, he's probably looking at his phone quietly, hoping no one's watching. He says, "Yeah, I also need to see the first." Hello, Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds is just playing Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he's got like two, two. Yeah, he's got the two ones. Um, uh, yes, another trailer. No one uh, has been released. Okay, all right, cool. So. Next story. Where's the branding? Press the button. Enjoying the podcast so far? Why don't you give us a like on YouTube? Thanks. So, um, this is a weird one because I've heard lots of rumours about both of these. Yeah, so Dave Bautista explains why he wants to play Bane, and I think he would make a good Bane um, yeah. for, for DC. And um, I think it was supposed to be Marcus Phoenix in the Gears of War film. If they ever got round to doing the Gears of War film, I think it got caught in uh, production yeah. hell for I that one. That as well. mm. Yeah, uh, and I think he worked both work well for both of those. Yeah, um, he doesn't. He, t- he tries not to throw any shade at Tom Hardy's Bane. Um, uh, if he says um, no discredit to Tom Hardy's version of Bane, I love that performance. I love that film. 
I just think uh, I love uh, I love also uh, I think it would be interesting twist if we could uh, have another go at the character. According to Baptista, his bane is uh, request isn't only one he's lobbied for at the studios. He feels passionate about it. Army of uh, the Army of the Dead. He's come out because Army of the Dead's coming out, uh, and I've taken down the wrong bloody notes from this article, and I've just shut the page now. Um, <laughs> it's really annoying. The long and the short of it is, is I think he would make a good Bane. Uh, I think he makes a thing about the because Bane doesn't shout, yeah, in the Dark Knight Rises, and you kind of see Bane as a bit shouty, um, "fuck you, Batman" sort of thing. Um, oh, Batman, nobody cares what I was. Sorry, nobody cared who I was. Put this mask on. It's like, yeah, um, that's that's a whole pandemic there. Nobody cared who I wasn't to put this mask on. Actually saying that, I've got to get a Bane mask and go into the shops when I still get the opportunity. And they go, well, you can't wear that mask in here. It's a mask. <laughs> Covers my face. And just feel myself getting chucked out of places. Um, I think it would be good. I think it's um, it's good. He's also been uh, tapped to, to join the Fast and the Furious franchise. Um, but I don't think he's as interested in doing the Fast and the Furious franchise with this. Um, so yeah, it's one of those interesting things. I just thought I'd bring it up. Um, I took the wrong notes down. Shit. Let's move on to our next I like segment. Dave, but I like Dave Batista. He's uh, he was good in Blade he, Runner, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was good in Blade Runner. He was in uh, what's it, uh, thingy. The other thing, too, I think we reported on last week how he complained about how Drax, um, they dumbed the fuck out, dumbed down Drax drastically in the thing because Drax the Destroyer's primary thing is to uh, go out and um, oh, crikey, I went a bit funny there, go out and hunt down Thanos. Um, but they kind of nerfed him, shall we say, in regards to in that. So mm. let's move on to our next one. Oh, crikey, button. Right, TV stuff. Um, da- Dexter, I was like Daxter. Dexter actor confirmed he won't be returning for season nine. So uh, Dexter's returning. Um, I hope it makes up for the, the the pitiful final season that they had, um, and we get something decent from it. Now, Dexter uh, had several flashbacks to a character, which was uh, James Remar, who was his father who kind of acted like his conscience or maybe his dark passenger, depending how you looked at it. Um, and he won't be coming back. Um, I put him down as Mortal Kombat Annihilation. James Remar won't be coming back to Dexter. I'm looking forward to Dexter. I'm hoping it'd be good. Um, I, I think if they take the, uh, how can I put it, the angle of a recovering addict um, would be better. Like a, a recovering addict that's had a relapse so he's managed to be from season eight to now hasn't killed anyone and he's really desperate he's desperate yeah. to get someone down um, I, I, I think that might be interesting it, mm. it needs to go back to the way season one was so yeah he needs to be going after the serial killers and taking his plastic with him what, what I found really annoying is that the last season if they had done the last season right yeah it would have been Dexter's doing the classic thing where he's trying not to get caught, yeah? Halfway mm. through the season, everyone figures out who he is. If you were ending it, yeah? Everyone figures out who he is, and it's like, shit, he's a mass serial killer. We need to get him down now. He's he set up dokes and all this stuff there. And then the rest of the half, it's him trying to out-fox and out-do out, out, out do the, the, the authorities. 
because that mad chase for four episodes would be amazing. And he could fake his death at the end, or he could not fake his death at the end, because he was always the, the one thing that they kind of they seeded in there was the rules. And one of the rules was don't get caught. So how do you end it? He gets caught. That's the way you do it. If you want, if you want that, it amps up the tension and it creates, you know, something exciting and it becomes a bit fugitive like towards the end, but gets resolved a lot quicker than the fugitive. Mm. That's what I wanted. That's what I'm hoping. But hey. Well, um, the rumor is that they're going to be, you know, sort of unscrew themselves because no one, no one liked the uh, the ending. I, I told you the was, story behind the ending, didn't I? No. All the producers all fucked off and left the junior in charge. Well, that's so what he, you he, get. Was like, he, he was the poor fucker was trying to get the show sorted, and and, and it was like oh, I don't know what to do. Um, but they should have put someone in there to to assist him at least. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's one of those things. He just left holding the fucking baby. So like, what do I do now? So he did what he thought was best, and fortunately, copped, you know, screwed the pooch on that one. Okay, let's go yeah. on to our, let's go on to our next story. Hi, this is Nigel, and I'm talking in my lovely narrator's voice. Bask in its loveliness, but don't bask for too long. We need your help. Come to YouTube and watch our videos for the love of God. Well, send Keith round to your next barbecue and he'll eat all your food. Tosty! You have been warned. Okay. So, um, do you remember the Tiger King last year? This time last year? Um, yes. It was, it was a televisual phenomenon. We were all locked in and it was the one documentary that everybody watched. Um, and one of the characters in there, um, Carol Baskin, I won't call a, I don't want to call a character, it's a real person. Carol Baskin was accused of killing her husband and feeding don't him. You, don't you tongue. mean husband, husband murdering, gold digging, bee hatch? I would Carol say gold Baskin. digger. I can't say murdering because we have no evidence. And we can't judge people on that. Most people have said that. Most people have have have, uh, have have come out and said it and gone, "Go on, sue me." Um, but uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, one of the alleged murdering who... husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. God. That was dude, the drama in that was fucking ridiculous. I have to say, it was. And one of the people in there is a guy called Jeff uh, Lowe who bought the uh, Tiger Sanctuary off of um, oh, what was his name. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Thank you very much. And and he says uh, the, the corpse is under a house. Um, okay, cool. The corpse probably isn't under a house, uh, but that's the most disappointing story I think I've read. Thanks, enemy. Um, he goes on. It, there's, there's not much apart from that. He thinks he wants a bit of attention. It's been a year since the TV show's out. No one's really talking about it. Well, so there, there is because there's some news because Joe Joe announced today that he's been diagnosed with prostate cancer. Oh my god! So, yeah. So the guy, it was because when we were watching the story, and he ran for governor, and then he ran for president, and I'm like, kind of, you're making this shit up. <laughs> That's the bit because every episode got crazy and upon crazy. It just got crazy, just proper crazy shit. I couldn't get over how mad it was. Um, it was really kind of interesting, but. Uh, yeah, it um, was nuts. I mean, that Jeff Lowe was a dodgy fucker. Oh yeah, he um, was. He was yeah. dodgy. Yeah. But then anyone who wants to buy a, a zoo full of tigers is not going to be 
on the up and up, shall we say? What would you want to buy a zoo full of tigers in the states for? Unless you're, unless you're having a what do you call it, a philanthropic moment, and you're going to, you know, rehouse the tigers or just let them die out and and uh, you know like that. But yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. But uh, yeah, just to remind you guys that the Tiger King once existed, and it will be. Yes, it uh, an artifact of lockdown, I think, is probably the best way of uh, describing it. I think part of the reason it, it it gained so much popularity was in part because of the, the lockdown. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was just nuts. <laughs> it was insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's, let's move on to our next I one. I wonder if it's loaded. <laughs> I love that clip. <laughs> right, okay. Notes for this. <laughs> okay, it goes like this, yeah? Keith, do you remember Game of Thrones? Fucking what? <laughs> What's the first note for this? Um, oh, yeah. I watched Keith get angry. Um, okay, so they're doing a new Game of Thrones thingy uh, series, uh, House of the Dragons or House of the Flying Dragons or House of the Flying Dragons daggers or whatever. And I feel, you know what? I feel really bad for Matt Smith's career. He seems like a lovely person, but he seems to have had projects that just fail fucking miserably. Um, he was in Star Wars before they cut him out of Star Wars. Um, he was in Terminator Genesis and some other bits. It's not like he's a he's a crap actor. It's just that he just fixed no, Don't forget, he played Prince Philip in The Crown for two seasons, which got him He was good of... in that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah he was. All right. Yeah. Maybe, had, maybe had one success, but it just seems to... I think this is, I think this is going to crash and burn with uh, a vengeance. I'll be honest with you. Oh yeah, but that's our oh, first yeah. picture of uh, Matt Smith as someone, someone Targaryen. I've seen it. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just don't care. I do not care. So far, you are. I, it, it is one of my, um, what, what is it? Uh, triggers. I don't care about Game of Thrones. I think what's his face can go himself. Um, you sold a lie and you made all these people write, write your fucking book, you lazy git. Um, or just, just, tell, just come out, or just come out and tell people you're not going to finish it one way or the other. But yeah. this is bullshit. He's getting paid for this. He hasn't written the book. He's screwed over all the fans. He made all these fans buy in and read all this in series and he can't be fucking how many, the entire expanse season has been come and been written. That's like, God knows how many goddamn books in between this book and the last one. <laughs> I have to put him on solo mode for that. Dude, you want to hear some of the stuff I've heard about the Lord of the Rings? Um, yeah, I know. That's, that'll make you angry, because it's just not... There was the guy who played Liu Kang in the latest Mortal Kombat film and says there's not enough Chinese people in Lord of the Rings. And I'm like... You do know this is supposed to be like English mythology, like like our little island mythology. I I have given up giving giving a sh uh, uh, because it just triggers me now. I mean, you see people attacking Ewan McGregor for play for playing a gay character because you know gay 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 actors should play gay characters. He's an actor. It's 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 the same thing as saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, Mister Sir, Sir Ian McLean." You can yeah. you can't you can't play um Gandalf because Gandalf was straight. 
Oh, you can't play. Um, uh, mm. what's it? Um, what's his face? Because you know we're straight. It, it's it's just it, it, this whole thing is ridiculous, and and I'm getting fed up with people going, oh, there's not enough Chinese people in Lord of the Rings, you know, just fuck off. I, <laughs> it's crap. I, just, I, I don't think they understand anymore. I really, I really think that they they've they've categorically lost it when it comes to that. There's no Chinese people. It's, what was the thing that Cartman said? There's a lot of black people. There's a lot of black. Yeah, people but you see, there's a new there's a there's a remake of um, Fresh Prince and the Bel Air coming, isn't there? There's a drama-based version of it, right? No one will complain that there isn't any representation in that, are they? And this is not me trying to twist the thing, but you get these people are ridiculous because Fresh Prince is what it is, and and you're not, and it, I just, oh, yeah. Triggered. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. But anyway, I know. I'm not going to be watching this Game of Thrones thing. Not in no. Just that, no. That's why. That's why I put it in the notes. Anyway, let's talk about Love, Death, and Robots. One, right. one, one line for you. One line for you, Billy. What happens if we were bad? <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that was that was the that was a standout from it. That was a standout. The single off... best episode I've seen. Was... All right. So for for those not familiar, Love, Death, and Robots was supposed to be uh, a reimagining of heavy metal. If you remember, heavy metal kind of anthology cartoon film from the early eighties, late seventies. Can't remember the date off the top of my head, but it was originally supposed to be. That didn't work out. Couldn't get the license. They just went, "Ah, oh, fuck it." Love, Death, and Robots. Um. And it's this anthology thing of all these kind of really well done kind of I would describe them as YouTube videos because if you look at Starties and stuff like that, um, and it's 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 really good. It starts off I think the first one is the automated customer service one with the 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 Hoover that tries killing the old lady, um, and I love it because you've got the neighbour with the shotgun over the side. He's going it's like polishing the shotgun and whatnot, and he and, and that, you think he's gonna come to the rescue and the thing fucking tases him in the head. And then they have to escape. They have to escape from it. And it goes. It just escalates from the Hoover not liking the dog to all the machines in the world trying to kill them. <laughs> and, it's just, and it does it beautifully. And all through this, the woman's on hold on an automated customer helpline. Is your? It goes. Is your? It goes. Is your Hoover trying to kill you? Well, I like to point out that a Hoover has a ninety-eight percent success rate in killing. That's <laughs> like that kind of. It's you or the dog. Yeah, and it's like kind of it like throws the it's like throw the dog out. It'll be fine. It, um, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, there are a couple that I didn't really take to that much, um, but uh, the dog the dog one's brilliant. Yes, there she's on the phone with the dog. It's done in a weird kind of style for this with the old lady, and then there's the uh, oh, I'll try and get some bits with the hook. So they got the Hoover there's thing the, in there. The, there's different animation styles in there, and this was like a, a, a you know very particular style, um, but it, it was kind of it was kind of funny. This one, yeah, the neighbor turns up all, yeah, yeah. It's, I think she, the old lady grabs a shotgun off him. It, it's clearly it's clearly sort of based on a Florida style retirement place, and and she goes all Rambo because. It, 
Hoover tries to kill her. But that's my favourite one. That that it's the shortest one of all of them, and yeah. I loved it. It's just it's so perfectly right. done. Spoiler, spoiler warning: This, is, this, this one, one is great. This one is great because what it is is it's you've got these kids, yeah, and they think they hear Father Christmas or Santa Claus come into the house. So naturally, they sneak they sneak downstairs to try and find Santa Claus, and they can hear all this noise. I'm like, what's going on here? And then they see this this <laughs> tentacle thing pop out and drink the milk. To which they're like, "What the hell is that?" And then and then they see this thing. It looked like something out of Red Dwarf, didn't it's it? It's a polymorph from Red Dwarf, the first version it of is. polymorph. It is. I swear to God, they based it on that. I'm trying to find one where it's got a bit more. And it pukes out the gifts. Yeah. And it says, have you been naughty or nice? And it grabs hold of them and it goes, nice. And it's like, and, and it spits out a gift. And then it's just like, kind of, this thing is just terrifying. And he opens it up as a train set. And he's like, this is what I always wanted. But he's like, but it's the end, he's going, be good. And then she goes, Billy, what happens if we're being bad? And then yeah. the episode ends. I was just like, that's brilliant. <laughs> that was brilliant. I, was, I was fed about laughing at that. It was just that, so well that done. That was a good one. Then there was the, the Michael B. Jordan one. I'll be honest with you, I was watching that. I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. I saw, oh, that's Michael B. Jordan. And then it was like, and then it was like yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they had the one where they had the dystopian future, which was the real grim one. Um, yeah. Which I, I'll be honest with you, kind of had had a good turnaround because it all it, what it was was everyone was immortal, and because everyone's immortal, uh, population was kept under strict control. And they had sent out what can I be described as child death squads, which wasn't pleasant, but ended up I think ended up in the in in the place that I wanted it to end up, where the guy's like, no, nah, this is wrong. And then gets into a fight and gets killed by one of uh, his own. Um, but yeah, that was that was uh, that was that was, was a good and bad that way. Was, that was grim. Yeah, it did make um, you feel that it did make you feel grim, and it made you feel grimy. And if 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 art and TV is supposed to do anything, it's supposed to make you feel a certain way. That that achieved what it was supposed to achieve, but it's not a pleasant one. True. Go no. watch go watch the all through the house one because the all through the house one, and uh, that was great. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've got the the Witcher one coming up too. Okay, so we've got our final one. Um, this actually may have been something that we, we were chatting about in a previous one. So where's that? Egg? I've struggled. Woman leaves doctor in stitches after diagnosing herself with prostate cancer. <laughs> okay. Right, okay. Woman was left red-faced after requesting a prostate exam from her doctor. As Google told her, she might have prostate cancer, only to discover that she hasn't got a prostate. Um, I think we've all done this, where we've got a headache or an injury, and we Google what it is, and it comes up with, it's cancer. You know, your foot hurts, it's cancer. You've got cancer in the leg or something along those lines. Not not the, not the, not the greatest thing for, for, how can I put it, health anxiety. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, women don't have prostates, I'm afraid to tell you. 
So I thought that I found that funny. Um, she, oh, I think she videoed herself, which is not good. Um, <laughs> if you're an anxious person like I am, uh, you might be able to resist, uh, might not be able to resist the urge to Google your symptoms when you feel a little under the weather. Uh, one woman did this after having a pain in her stomach. She initially thought she was fine, but after turning to the internet for some advice on her stomach ache, it became uh, she became concerned that she was suffering from something much serious. The woman's name was Ginny Pierce, and she uh, was, um, quickly made an appointment with the doctor to, dis uh, to discuss her self-diagnosis. Uh, she arrived at the surgery, requested the prostate exam, as she was worried she might have prostate cancer. Uh, but to much of her surprise, the doctor uh, just started laughing, which is one of those things. Um, I, I've, I've done this. I've done this a lot of times. I think my wife's done this too when you, you, you sit there and, and you do it. Um, it's funny. Um, at least it wasn't like testicular cancer because that would have been a bit more obvious. Um, but she posted it on TikTok, like everyone does these days, being uh, being those sort of things. Okay, so um, that's um, I think that's it, guys. Uh, Babster, I'm going to put you on silo so you can do your thing that you did last time. So that's uh, my thing. Your thing. You got that your button with a thing, and you can my, plug my... while while you're showing it. So plug think... your channel while showing your. Uh, you lay out, hopefully. Got his button. He's gonna find his button. There we go. He's got it the right way around this time. Hey. So plug yourself. Um Babster, this is uh Babs Arcade YouTube channel. Come over, subscribe, leave us a comment, tick the notification bell. I'll see you over there. Cool. All right. Um, okay, so. Thank you for watching. Uh, it was a bit of pleasure, um, a bit of bit out of sorts today, but I have had my I have had my second injection, and I reckon I got water again. I reckon they just injected me with water because it's just quicker and cheaper, and they charged the comp that charged the uh, charged the government eight pounds for the privilege. So, um, Keith, do you want to plug your two K droning stuff? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Keith has a droning uh, channel where he talks about drones. Yeah, he does, he has two channels. He has his K Spot channel where he talks about drones and does video vlogs sort of things, and he has his streaming channel where he does the uh, 2K droning with Chuck. Um, and there's Chuck a drone on Mars, Keith. There's a drone on Mars. I know it's yeah. so cool. It's uh, <laughs> it's so cool. It really is. Watching it 4K flying around, it's just it's mind bending. They don't they don't call it, it a drone. Yeah, no, right. Let's get this straight, right? They don't call it a drone because the guy that designed it is a snob. <laughs> oh, actually, when when Dude, when that's right, hang on a second, they, Keith, Keith, yeah, because he designed a uh, small helicopter. Uh, what, is it? What, is, what is it? What is it? What is it? What right. exactly? He can is be a it? snob for getting that. No, on it's Mars. a goddamn he drone. It's right. the very definition of a drone. He's snobbish. Trust what me. Don't watch it? the he, they're calling it the Mars helicopter because he refuses to call it a drone. But he admitted that that it is the definition of a drone. He got asked the question in a NASA press conference, and he was really snooty about. It. I mean, really snooty to the point that that the 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 head of the program stepped in and kind of glossed over it because well, you could call it a drone if you want to call it a drone because it is a drone. <laughs> It is a bloody drone. When, when, when you can get your when you can get your Mavic on Mars, yeah, you can call it a drone. All right. 
he got that to Mars and got that flying, he's earned the right. Yeah, I know, but it is a drone. <laughs> it is a drone. Anyway, but, on that uh, note, it's cool. We will say All goodbye, right. and we will goodbye. see you in the next one. Everyone wave at the screen. Cheers, guys. It's like Blue Peter. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Where's my button? Oh, I'm really struggling this week. There it is. You don't get a blue peat. Next time I see that little ginger, I'm going to deck him. <laughs>